What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday. My name is Moore Milo. I'm Ross Anarelli. This is the 52 Podcast. 52 weeks, 52 books, making every single week count. Thank you guys so much for joining us again on the podcast. For those of you that are new, what we do here is we read a book a week, usually about business principles or uh, personal development or emotional intelligence, and we bring you guys the key points from that book so that you guys can learn and grow through our journey and your journey. We also like to go over a piece of news for the week, usually related to what we talk about within our book. So this week we're actually talking about a, a topic that's probably pretty close to home for all of you, being that you are watching a podcast or listening to a podcast, which probably means that you are a podcast listener or a podcaster yourself. Mm -hmm. So this week's topic is about podcasting. We have read the book, So You Want, you, what is it? So You Want to Be a so Podcast? So You Want to Start a you Podcast. Want to start a podcast uh, by Kristen Meinzer. Kristen Meinzer. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Um, and our topic for the week is, for news wise, is really just talking about the benefit and the uses of podcasts and their claim to fame in the last mm -hmm. couple of years. Uh, so, you know, as you guys probably know, massive market for podcasting. There's so many new podcasts coming out constantly. And what we think is that uh, the need for these podcasts is to fill a gap within the media con cons consumption business uh, allows for people to listen to podcasts while they're doing other things, mm -hmm. cleaning their house, driving to work, doing other types of work, looking through emails, etc., etc. Massive, massive business. So what are your thoughts in regards to how that's going to affect marketing? It's going to affect business. It's going to affect enterprise, the way that we ingest and take on uh, entertainment. What do you think, Ross? Well, I think the big key was that it switched away from big conglomerates controlling the narrative. You know, you're really able to start to get other people to start to be able to tell their own story, have their own ideas, their own opinions. So it wasn't just coming from one centralized idea and, and location. So it really opened the whole system up, I believe, at that point. 100%. And, you know, I think that getting a voice from the everyday consumer and or everyday business person like you do with podcasts, right, from normal people, usually not hosted by celebrities, complete randoms uh, that are backed either by big networks or they're doing it on an indie, you know, uh, personal basis. Either way, like you said, the narrative is told from a different angle. Mm -hmm. It's not told from the conglomerate or from the enterprise side. It's told from the consumer or you know the personal individual side uh, with bias, with you know opinions, with true you know feelings and emotions that have to do with a person's experience of a particular thing uh, that allows for, in my opinion, a more uh, unbiased look at things. Mm -hmm. Right? Though it may have a bias and you may have an opinion for a particular person, at least you get the authentic look on that topic as opposed to feeling like you're being sold through uh, exactly. particular networks or conglomerates or whatever it may be. Um, you know, just so you guys know, it has taken a massive turn when it comes to uh, advertising businesses. So, for example, right now in 2019, I believe the statistic was that, uh, was it 2019 or was it a slightly older book? This book? This, this was book. 19. I this think. was 19. So I believe in 2018, the statistic that was somewhere in the $300 million was spent on advertising budgets uh, through podcasts. In 2019, uh, when the book was written, was claimed to hit over 600,000. So mm -hmm. doubling in its size and its scape when it comes to how we communicate with other people. So massive growth year over year. And I think we're going to continue to see a massive mm -hmm. growth because of the convenient aspect of, of making it a one uh, sense product, right? Like it's only audio or it's only, you know, or it's video and audio, but either way, the majority of these podcasts are only audio and allow for us to be able to use our other four senses, you know, while also consuming information. Mm -hmm. 
So I just think it's, I think it's super clever. Um, you know, there are over 67 million people watching podcasts on a monthly basis. The crazy numbers, guys. I mean, if you, if you look at, you know, how many people are continuing to add to the group of people that are looking at and listening to different podcasts for their entertainment purposes, you know, it's continuing to grow. And 67 million a month is a massive opportunity for businesses and for people to create impact within the community. Uh, so with that being said, guys, we'd love to know what you guys think, what your stories are behind podcasting, why you're watching our pa- podcast, what podcast you like to listen to, uh, why does podcasting and podcasters, why do they resonate with you in what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? So we'd love to hear from you guys on that. Uh, let's go ahead and move into the book. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, this week's book, So You Want to be a, uh, So You Want to Start a Podcast, mm-hmm. I keep messing this up, uh, by Kristen Meinzer, uh, is all about kind of the basics. Uh, in my personal opinion, there was a lot of common sense mm-hmm. for us. The first three CDs, it's a four CD book. It's about six hours long. Mm-hmm. The first three CDs for us were very much so repetitive. Right. In, in my opinion, personally, I mean, there's a lot of kind of basics for the person that's never gone into business or never done anything, you know, large in their life that they want to go out and create impact. Right. So, you know, being persistent and you know, going out and putting yourself out there and not being scared to have your own voice and what it sounds like, all the concepts that you would get from a lot of like internal personal development work have shown up in the first three CDs mm-hmm. of this book, in my opinion. The last CD was really beneficial for me in comparison to the first three because it's all about monetization and getting your impact out there and being able to push your, uh, your show as much as possible to get in front of as many listeners as possible. So I thought that that was a beneficial uh, part of the book for me personally, but the first three CDs were very repetitive. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I thought the the issue I had is I don't think she was starting at exactly like ground zero. Mm. You know, it's you can tell that she didn't start a podcast in her like basement or garage or room or something like that because she gave great advice, but it's for people that are already at like ten thousand downloads a month or things like that where they like she's talking about going out and getting a producer like almost immediately. Like if you're gonna quit your day job or add this on and you wanna get a producer and start doing this you're spending a lot of money going into this field. Big time. And you don't even know if you're good or you're going to like it. Because she said most of these people don't make it. So she was kind of jumping the gun, in my opinion, on that. But I don't know. She, she had a few good things. The last audiobook, I would say, the, or the last CD is much better than the first three. Agreed. Out of everything, I think I saw the most value out of that final CD. But just kind of to go over the first three books and what they talk about, it's really, first of all, understanding your vision behind your podcast. What do you want to put out into the community? How do you want to make a shift for people uh, that will be positive for them, whether it's from an entertainment standpoint and creating, you know, some self-care for those people, or you're looking to create, you know, personal value. Just hit it. Sorry. Go. Sorry, guys. Let me put this on silent. That's funny. First time that's happened in 26 episodes. By the way, we're on episode 26. We're halfway through the journey of this first year, so that's really cool. Uh, I'm glad that my sister called me for me to remember that. So that was working. That worked out. Um, like I was saying, it's all about creating positivity in your vision. It's about creating, you know, an understanding of what you want to do to impact others so that you can have clarity in creating a show that's really going to bring massive value to the person Mm -hmm. on the other side. The person listening really has to get something from you. You know, I think one of the biggest things that I took out of this entire book was a one small tiny segment in the third, um, CD about the fact that you know, there's only one sense. 
when you're on an audio podcast, you only have one sense to achieve some sort of impact in that person's Mm -hmm. life. If your voice, if you're stagnant in the way that you talk, if you are, you know, if your audio quality sucks or whatever it is, if you're not getting the point across with your audio in a way that's beneficial to the other person, you're not going to have a successful podcast. Mm -hmm. It's really quite that simple. So in order to be able to do that the best possible, our recommendation and Kristen's recommendation is to get really clear on the type of impact that you want to create. Really understand the ways in which you're going to create that impact for people, whether it's through interviews, whether it's through you know news daily that you know up to updated uh, information that is fresh, you know that you're going to get across to your listener that they're going to have the newest information for them about a topic that they really enjoy, or you know there's there's a million different types or formats, as Kristen says uh, in the book, formats of podcasts that can get really really positive results. But in order to get those positive results, you have to be really clear Mm -hmm. about how and who you're talking to, because that's so important. You know, again, you have one sense that you can go after in an audio podcast, and you better make sure that the audio that you're putting out there is valuable to Mm -hmm. that person. What are your thoughts on that, Ross? Yeah, I agree. I mean, you really have to know who you're talking to. And I think that's the biggest key is to understand who your audience is and the best way to attract them. You know, there's so many different podcasts out there that... You know, at a certain point, what's going to make them come to you? So you have to be vulnerable in who you are, share a lot of good stories, have great content. Um, And I think people will follow. People respect things like that. So if you're going to take 30 to 40 minutes of someone's day, you have to have some value. Speaking of 30 to 40 more minutes, ideally, Kristen Kristen says from the research that she's done, 20 to 40 minutes is ideal in regards to a podcast. Mm -hmm. As you guys may 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 or may not have noticed... Our first podcasts were way too long. Mm-hmm. I think our first two were an hour and something, and then an hour, and then 55 minutes. And we got to a point where we're like, okay, nobody's actually watching. Mm-hmm. So we chopped it down, and we brought it into a 20 to 40-minute range. And we saw that we were getting not only more viewers, but we were also providing better value content mm-hmm. because we weren't dragging things on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's really important, just like how we were talking about uh, you know, the span of time that people can actually listen and pay attention to what what you're thinking in the book uh, Pitch Anything by Oren uh, Pfaff, something along those lines, mm-hmm. something like that. Claff. Claff. Phenomenal book. Thank you for that book, by the way. Um, just like we were talking about in Pitch Anything, you're only going to have a certain amount of span of time you know, that'll allow your uh, person in front of you to actually listen and pay attention. Mm-hmm. So 20 to 40 minutes is kind of that ideal span of time uh, that you want to stick to when you're doing a podcast. Uh, in regards to other stuff that we learned from this book, um, for us, diff- let's bring let's bring in some more basics, right? Let's talk about more basics that she went over. Yeah, I, like I said, my problem was that it wasn't it didn't go super basic. Like she didn't like for what we do, didn't talk about buying lights, you know, a stand. Well, yeah, she didn't do anything mechanically. She, she didn't say any, anything. Like, literally, but she yeah. started from like not complete ground zero. For <clears throat> yeah, like I know she didn't want to give out like what equipment to use and stuff like that, but like. You can watch a 15-minute YouTube video, and you could probably get a lot but of I think the same info I think that. that's what she was saying. I think the point that she was trying to get across is that the mechanics she could offer you, but it wouldn't be as good as a how-to video online. Agreed. But a lot of what she gave was, if you're going to leave your job and become a podcaster, as she talks about, right? You A lot of what she's saying, like you said, is common sense. You know, at a certain point, yeah, you know, you need to be respectful if you're trying to get guests and 
how to handle that. That was a really great chapter of like how to email them and, and try to get on other people's podcasts. But, you know, she's assuming a certain level of almost business savvy if you're going to leave and dive everything into being a podcaster. Because for her, a lot of that she didn't know that she knew, but she knew it because she'd been working in... And the know, networks the, the and network radio industry. for so long, right. And it's definitely a different outlook than the average indie podcaster, yeah. right? Like she she had massive backing a from, a big, from big networks, right? Yeah. Very, very different in regards to what she was producing. Uh, you know, I think that... She brought up that producer thing, like get a producer as soon as possible. You know, like we're definitely not going to be getting a producer anytime soon because, nope. you know, it's just this is a project that we're taking on me and you. And when we build up to a point where we're monetizing that, then we can afford to pay yeah. for a producer, right? Like that's just business savvy. Uh, for someone that comes from a network, you know, perspective, yeah, you get a producer first. Why? Because you have massive monetary backing, right? So it's a little different. Uh, what I did like about the mechanics portion of the book, which was technology and talking about mechanics and doing the actual work, was the fact that she made it really clear that in regards to technology, you don't need a lot. Like, we don't use a lot here mm. in the studio. Like, we have a couple lights, we have something to film with, we have microphones to cover audio. Really, really quite simple. Decent microphones, very, very basic lighting for our, uh, for our lights in the background, you know, tripods and normal stuff for the camera, right? So... She really made a point of saying that anybody can jump in this game, just like we're jumping in it, you all can jump in it, and all it really requires is, you know, heart and hard work mm -hmm. and time, and maybe a hundred bucks in, in equipment, 200 bucks in equipment tops. So it's really quite affordable. I mean, you can get a basic microphone online for 20 bucks on Amazon. You can get a pair. I got a pair of, of these microphones that are sitting on our chest right now for $20, like mm -hmm. nothing crazy. Um, and you know, lights are what a hundred bucks. If you want to go video, you don't even necessarily have to go video. Mm -hmm. And then you just need a computer that's going to be able to process the audio and a software to be able to chop a few things up. Mm -hmm. So, you know, most, if you have max garage band, perfectly perfect. Like you're not going to have an issue with garage band. If you're a new, a newbie to the podcasting game, like you can totally use garage band. You don't need any pro tools software or anything like that. Uh, you know, and I think that she did make a good point out of saying that anybody can podcast. If you want to start an indie podcast tomorrow, all it takes is going on Amazon, getting a few things and learning some basic one-on-one <coughs> -on -one stuff when it comes to audio editing mm -hmm. and, um, you know, how to use your equipment. Yeah. So I think that that was really beneficial uh, part of the book is really getting people to understand that anybody can do this. It's nothing crazy or nothing special. If you want to do it at a network level, Right where you're, you know, putting out content that's in front of millions and millions of viewers. Will it take time and money? Absolutely. But if you're interested in getting your voice out there, you know, and being part of a community, building a community around what your topic is for your podcast, then you can do that with very little, you know, barrier of entry. Mm -hmm. You know, we were able to do it with a very small cost, and we continue to do it. And it's a great piece of accountability for us to continue to read books every single week, to continue to be up to date on news when it comes to business. You know, even if we don't get to 10 million fo followers on Instagram and uh, 100 million subscribers on Anchor or whatever the craziest numbers you can achieve are, we are creating positive ripples within our communities and within the people that are paying attention that's to what the we're doing. the biggest thing is to know your goals. You know, she said most people will drop out of podcasting by like the ninth week. She said that, that I, was, was it like 90% of yeah, podcasts right. after the ninth episode For disappear? us, like I said, we started it not like 
oh, we're going to get a bunch of viewers, we're going to be rich, we're going to make money. Ours was really to, to set a goal to be able to read a book a week because we know it's going to make us better in our lives. So it's a really strong goal to have. So I want you, when you go out, if you're going to start a podcast, try to have a, a goal, something like that, not where you know you, you need to feel like you have to make a lot of money and do all that. You know, if you're leaving your day job, obviously it's going to be a little different, but you know, have a goal and put it into perspective what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, forget the image, guys. Forget the image because at the end of the day, if you're bringing something that's truly valuable to the table, then the results are going to show for themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're truly putting in the time and you're truly creating value for others in your community, they're going to give it back to you tenfold mm -hmm. by telling all their friends about it, by sharing it on their social media platforms, by being advocates for your brand, by, you know, donating to your process. You know, another big thing that we were talking about in monetization when it came to how to monetize a podcast in a way that's effective in, uh, from, from a, you know, a very intermediate phase, right? Because at, at the beginning phase, you're really not going to be able to monetize no. anything. But as you move into the intermediate phase, when you have, you know, a thousand, 2,000, 5,000 viewers, right? Like you don't necessarily have to create advertisements. You can also go to your community and say, hey, listen, support us. We want to continue to create mm -hmm. for you guys. We want to have money to be able to create better things for you guys. Donate 10 bucks to our Patreon. Donate 10 bucks to our Kickstarter. We're going to bring you guys more value with the money that you bring. Here are the things that we're going to bring to the table if you can you know, support us in this kind of way. So very creative tools in regards to being more effective within your podcast, turning it into a business if you want it to be that way, or just creating impact within a community mm -hmm. by bringing a valuable piece of content to the marketplace. So get clear on your vision. Get clear on your goals. Get clear on what you're doing it for. You know, we're really clear. We're really clear on the fact that we don't care if we have 10 million subscribers. We want to read a book a week. We want to learn every single week a new tool or a new skill that's going to make us better in the long run. We aren't doing it for the views. We aren't doing it for the money. We aren't doing it for the fame. That's our goals. Mm -hmm. What are yours? Tell us. Put it down in the comments. You know, let us know what your goals are for starting a podcast. I've had so many people approach me about them wanting to start their own podcast. And for some reason, they don't start it or they start it and fizzles out or, it, you know, it, why? Because instead of focusing on what's my goal, what's my vision behind my podcast, how am I going to make an impact in the world, what type of impact do I want to make, they're focused on how can I build the, the most viewers or the most subscribers or get the most follows on my Instagram linked to my podcast or have uh, you know, as many listens as I can get or get as many, ad, uh, as many dollars in ad revenue as possible. Forget all that. Remember what you came to podcasting for. Remember the message that you're trying to put out there. Because if your message isn't on point, none of those things are coming. None of those things are coming. Because no matter how good you think the podcast is going to come out, if you're not portraying that value to the people that are watching, mm -hmm. you're never going to get the viewers, and you're not, never going to get the, the ad revenue. Because you have to bring something valuable to the table. That's something we learned from Gary Vee in our first book, mm -hmm. Crushing It. Right in the beginning. Right in the beginning. The first, first book, six months ago from today. We learned that if you are not bringing valuable content, if you are not touching people's hearts and people's lives in a way that truly impacts them, it doesn't matter how many times you post. It doesn't matter how many dollars you spend in ad revenue or in, in, in ads on Facebook or Instagram. It does not matter because you are not bringing value. All right. So I say we give final thoughts. Cool. And then top three books from the first half. 
I dig it. Okay. All right, cool. Final thoughts. Kristen, hate to do this to you, but um, I think your perspective from a network style podcast is not as beneficial as you think it is to indie podcasters. Um, you are the interview queen from what you say in your book. I'd recommend that you interview some more podcasters on the indie level and get a better understanding of what they need. Um, for a basic, basic beginner, you'll have a lot of common sense stuff in the book. Um, not a whole lot of mechanics on how to operate uh, within you know, creating the content that you're looking to create. So really understand your vision. I think that that was probably the most beneficial thing for a beginner is the concept of understanding your vision. Um, for someone in an intermediate phase, I guess we could say, mm -hmm. six months in, past the, past the average nine episodes, you know, slowly but surely growing the, the um, subscriber base organically. Mm -hmm. you know, I think that the biggest portion for me that was beneficial was the fourth CD of the book which was all about monetization, all about getting your name out there, all about pushing yourself uh, and your podcast so that you can get more viewers and get you know, some recognition for what you're doing, start working with bigger companies. I thought that was valuable. Uh, but overall, I think it's a lot of common sense and not as much mechanics as uh, a podcaster would need to get started. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the, the problem I have with the book is there was a lot of fluff. Very much so. You could you could condense. Yeah, you need to you know have a vision, decide on a voice, get a topic, find your niche. You know you need to start to get a few little things of equipment. Decide how big you want your team to be. Um, you know get comfortable in front of the camera, which is something that took us a long time. Um, now it's it's like nothing. Um, and then monetizing as well, which that last chapter take out the monetization, be able to build your brand is really what I would have almost called that. Fair. So for me, it was great. It, it, I think you could put that into a small little like PDF and take the main key points, and then watch Beyond a few, that, take, there watch was... a few YouTube videos to get a feel for like what other because those honestly the people on YouTube are going to tell you like what they did day one. Like I was in my garage. Like she doesn't have a in my garage kind of. Start. Well, she does. She actually downsides the in my garage as the as an amateur that doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. And in the book, at one point, she does happen to say, like, don't bring bad audio because we know if you're in your garage trying to just yeah. na naively do it. And she, I think she, that's, she had a lot, a, lot, and a I, lot of good things. But no, but, but what I'm saying is I think that she lacks the perspective of, like, hey, like, not everybody has a, a network studio. background or a studio or a producer. Like, because, sometimes you got to start in the garage and figure you, out that you got the reverb. It's going to cost about $150, $200. Then you want a producer that she's talking about, another $150. you are three fifty. dollars for a podcast, is isn't going to make any money. For the first let's say, six let's months. Let's say you're producing a, an episode a week, which you said is a good strategy as well. You're looking at $1,200 a month expense, and you're saying that most people aren't going to monetize. So you're looking at losing $1,200 a month, which Just would be better spent doesn't elsewhere. make sense. I mean, listen, if you guys want some more tips And you're on... spending $1,200 a month as an inexperienced person. Agreed. That's like investing that in, in random ass At songs. the end of the day, if you guys want some some coaching on how to start an indie, uh, an indie podcast and you guys want to spend less than $1,200 a month, give us a call and we'll give, okay? <laughs> we'll give you coaching. podcast. Okay. We'll give you coaching for less than $1,200 a month that will get you up and started and going so you can actually Gary go and style. put stuff Share a video, there. share a podcast. Agreed. 
<laughs> we'll give you free info. <laughs> Put a free info. Uh, so just, yeah, hit us up and let us know and, and, and what you guys need. And we can give you points and tips and, you know, whatever we've learned along mm-hmm. our journey. Listen, they like to say that you can be two steps in front of someone and have the ability to coach them because you're just a little bit ahead of mm-hmm. them. We happen to be those two steps ahead of you guys. If you want to start a podcast, you want to know what we're doing, you want to know how we're doing it and how we're doing it in a very, you know, small amount of commitment. Like, there's a, there, we spend, what, Four hours a week. Yeah, read. four hours a well, week. It's time to spend reading. Not, no, not including the reading. Let's let's say not including oh, the reading. Yeah. Okay, not including yeah. the reading. Editing total clips, work about two hours. Editing the original audio, thirty minutes to an hour. Um, and then we we set up. And then I do all the content. And, yeah, he does the content. I schedule them in, make sure they post on time and in the right places. So in total, um, between the two of us, we could say that we spend maybe six hours because we also have two hours here every week that we do our, our podcast. We, we probably spend about six hours outside on the week to get everything ready. Let's say between the two of us, yeah. we spend eight hours a week. Easy between the two of us. Okay, so if you want to spend between you know four and ten hours a week building a podcast from the ground up and you want some coaching, give us a call. Let, let us know what we can we can do to support you. Kristen, I'm sure, has a lot of information for you guys on the networking side. If you wanted to talk to someone that's really done it from the baseline and like has 26 episodes under their belt now and is slowly but surely continuing to create more content and do more things, give us a call. We can help you with the two steps that you might be missing. Mm-hmm. Cool? Um, All right, top three books. Hit it. What comes to mind? Oh, God. Pitch Anything has to be in there. Okay. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay. That was a great one. Um, and what else did I really, really love? I mean, I, one of the ownership books could be great. That's more of a mindset read. I really love those two to start because I think they gave me the most value. Uh, what other one did I really, really love? I know that there was another book that I really, really wanted to talk about. What are your three? And I'll come back and I'll probably remember mine. The one we just did, Billion Dollar Brand Club. That was really good. I think that, that I could probably put that in Loved my top three, book. too. Pitch Anything. And, um, you know, it's funny. I forgot we did the Gary Vee one. The Gary Vee one was good. The Gary Vee one was I good, liked, but not as good as, as the other ones. I liked Richard Branson's book. His book was really good. So that's my top three. I would say number one is Billion Dollar Brand Club, followed by Pitch Anything, and then... Uh, I would do... I personally, I would do Pitch Anything first, Billion Dollar Brand Club third... Rich Dad, Poor Dad, second. Okay, and Rich Dad, Poor Dad is a phenomenal book. Yeah, it was that's, phenomenal. That's like just it's really good. My top three. I just like pitched. I like pitch anything because it was so useful. It was useful and it was a nice. It was really well read. read. It, it was, was really well, well read. written at that point. Agreed, and I just think that the the massive, massive benefit of like understanding framing mm-hmm. in any business or any life situation. Yeah, pitch anything is necessary. That thing was great. Yeah, as well. it's, a, it's a must have. But between pitch anything and, and Rich Dad, Poor Poor Dad, those two are like, if you're gonna read anything, read those two books. Mm-hmm. So I would agree with that. Um, Pitch anything will make you the most money. I think so. And then Rich Dad, Poor Dad will just give you the mindset to be able to continue to make money throughout your entire life, mm-hmm. which I really like. And like I said, the reason I like Billion Dollar Brand Club is they literally tell you how they did it, which she was trying to do in this book, was trying to tell you how she did it, but she didn't. You know, she didn't yeah. really tell you how she did it, where Billion Dollar Brand Club They really gave strategy. How, they gave a little bit of everything. She didn't want to give mechanics, but she should have given a little bit to help push it through. Because it, it left a, a good segment out. You know what I mean? That's but, fair. But, okay, so that's that's going to be our top three. Yeah, for um, sure. Absolutely. I'm, it's I'm been very confident in that. Great first half. Great so. first half. Great can, second half. 100%. So, guys, keep in track with us. Uh, every Monday morning, we, we release a, a new podcast. So, you guys can check us out on all the platforms that they, they do podcasting uh, Google, Apple, Anchor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Spotify. Spotify. Choose it, and it's there. 
Um, in regards to video, you guys wanna check us out on Facebook or Instagram. We do lots of clips on Instagram and full length videos on Facebook as well as clips as well. And also we do a mixture of quotes from the different authors as well as different business people and impactful people in the world mm -hmm. or that have been on our planet and made impact because there's I'm sure there's other influential people on different planets, if not people. We're really going. We're reaching there. <laughs> I'm reaching there. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe they got audiobooks for you. I'm point. reaching. Okay. Um, so, yeah, guys, if you want to check out some cool, impactful quotes, that's all on Instagram and on Facebook. And, yeah, DM, DM us. You can email us. You can hit us up at keylightla.com. That's our, uh, our marketing agency that we work out of. If you guys need any sort of marketing support, you guys want to talk about uh, podcasting, whatever it may be, feel free to reach out to us. We're happy to support in any way that we can. Other than that, it's just about the game, That's right? It. Guys, thanks so much for joining us on the 52 Podcast. My name is Moore Milo. I'm Ross Anarelli. 52 weeks, 52 books, making every single week count. We'll see you next Monday. Take care.